An Englishman meets an American performer in a Berlin nightclub. A rafting trip rapidly turns into a nightmare. A group of Swedes move to America. A boy and his dog journey to find his father. And the Corleone family takes on all usurpers. This time on the Oscar should have gone to 1972. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to Albert S. Ruddy, Godfather. Did you like my wordplay? No, I did not. And it, it I honestly was, was distracting. Very proud of it. It was pretty rough. I liked it, and I'm happy with it. Okay. Megan, how are you? I'm good. Bit of a week, you know, yeah. as you do. But uh, I am doing fine. I made a tart, a shallot mm-hmm. tart, which you refuse to eat. Yes, because I don't think I'll like it. Well, I and I and this is my and this is I mean this for real. Yeah, I am so sad for people that don't try things. No, because I get it. I'm yeah, always yeah, yeah. like, yeah, 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 yeah. What, like what what amazing treasures are you missing out on in life? Right. It's very my mother-in-law. Yes, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Doesn't no, I try understand. A lot of stuff. I understand. Usually, usually yeah. I will try anything you make. You're a wonderful cook. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, chef de cuisine. Uh, this just doesn't. This just is not my taste. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking in at that it, you have none. I'm looking at it and I don't think I'll like it. Sure, so I'm not going to try it. Sure, because uh, you're pitching a no hitter, and I don't want you to give up that solo home run by God. me eating this and not liking it. You are exhausting me. What is it that's happening with your back? So I almost died yesterday. <laughs> Oh God! It's actually cool? the. I've been thinking more about it. I think it's the most. It's the closest I've ever been to being seriously injured in my entire life. Wow. Okay. I was at the beach with our guests. Okay. Um, and a big wave came up, and I decided just you know like body surf, ride it in because I was sort of caught in between. I couldn't kind of just like jump. Right. And so I went to do it, and the wave slammed me into the ocean floor, face first, and I felt. Like, from, like, the middle of my back down, crack. <gasps> and for a second, I was like, I just broke my neck, and I'm going to drown in the ocean. No! I'm sorry. I'm laughing. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Is this a true story? It's true. By uh, the way, this is... I need to tell you something. Yeah. I'm very afraid of waves. Uh-huh. I went. I remember when I went surfing. Did yeah. I talk about this on the podcast? Yes. A few months ago. Yeah. And it was very scary when I fell and I was like, where's the board? Where's the board? Where's right. the board? And had to come up with like hands on my head and whatever. Well, like half an hour after that. Because waves, I, another thing I want to say, one of the scariest movies I've ever seen is The Fucking Impossible. If you've, uh-huh. if you've seen that movie, that the ocean is an unstoppable force, yeah. and there's nothing to be done. And yeah. the waves come, and then... And that's it. What are you going to do? Anyway, so today I feel a little bit like I was in a car accident yesterday. I feel like I was rear-ended very hard. My entire body is sore. So your back hurts. Yes. That's like, the close... I will and, say... And well, it doesn't hurt as much today. Yesterday my chest hurt a lot, too. Hmm. This is a terrifying story... For sure. Yeah. But I will say, if that is the closest you've come to death... I lived a charmed existence. Yeah, for sure. But it could have all come to an end, you know, at the snap of a finger yesterday. I know that I've had closer experiences with death. I told my brother, because he also came to meet us, and he was like, that would have been terrible. Like, I'm so glad I didn't have to call mom and tell her that. I was like, well, at least she would have been with me. (laughs) 
Like I feel like she I love that. That's some, by the way, that's some solace <laughs> in the fact that at least you were there. That's his take on it too. He's like, oh, what? Spotlight. How terrible would that have been for me? Yes, to have to call. To have to call mom and tell. I mean, it would have been died. worse for you, and that, that yeah, you'd be, I'd dead. be dead. Yeah. One time, would I was really ruined everyone's beach day. Well, it would have ruined this podcast record too. Yeah, probably wouldn't have. Happened. I made this tart for nothing. Yeah. You're not even here, mm-hmm. and you're not gonna eat it anyway. No. You would think, by the way, with this new lease on life, you fucking got slammed in the ocean. You'd be like, oh, I'm gonna try it all. The world is a, a buffet, and you're like, yeah, you know what? Still, you know what? I'm it still didn't good. Do? You know what the ocean floor didn't do when it smashed into my face? Make me like shallots. Or make you more attractive, bitch. Well, it doesn't matter about that. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm stuck there. We're both stuck. Perennial sixes in a world of twelves. I feel... <laughs> I feel punchy right now. Yeah. Um, should we introduce our guests? I'm very excited because we have actual listeners on the... Yes. Uh, two of our biggest fans, they won a lottery. <laughs> Yeah, let's say that. Um, <laughs> let's say that. Let's say they sent us money, and two, that's why they're here. Two of my very best friends, uh, Rusty and Adam Bueller, are with us. Hello. Hi. Hey. I just realized something. Everyone on the podcast was married by me. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. I officiated your wedding. I officiated Rusty and Adam's wedding. Mm-hmm. It's true. There's an unspeakable bond between yeah. us, <laughs> and his name is Craig. <laughs> Ooh, bummer. That <laughs> is... Thank you so Blake. much for joining us. Thanks. You're in town from from uh, the uh, Atlantic Northwest, sunny, <laughs> sunny Buffalo, New York. That's yeah. very positive. Uh-huh. And now, yeah, we're we're super fans. We're super mm-hmm. excited to be here. Now, did you pick this year? Who picked this year? Uh, I, Adam and Craig talked about it. I picked this year. You give me a couple different options. Yeah, and I, I know that your favorite movie is The Godfather. And mm-hmm. spoiler alert, my favorite movie is Cabaret. Oh, so I, I thought this would be a good year to go yeah. head to I head. think most of the 70s were still available. I think when Rusty and Adam knew they were coming, I gave them the option of okay. the six or seven years we had okay. left, and they chose 72. We are, I should also say that we are drinking a magnum of French rosé. This mm-hmm. is the biggest bottle of wine I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, have you ever well seen done. it, uh, by the way? <laughs> You've clearly yeah, never well, been to no. either Megan or Isaac Barbie's <laughs> <laughs> it's my dream to one day own a Nebuchadnezzar, yeah. which is the one that's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. like it's like as tall as the table that yeah. we're at right now. But then, what would you do two days later? Cry. Yeah, they'd have to buy a new one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought. Oh no, 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 no. We're gonna finish it. In, <laughs> I mean, if you open that bottle of wine, you, you gotta finish, finish it. it. Yeah, yeah. immediately. It, it, Those it, Nebuchadnezzar it, is just. Yeah, we know that. Just that in a straw. And they Ooh, the door. can you imagine? Mm-hmm. I am very into, this is not a wine podcast, obviously, but I am very into drinking now, like, low-alcohol um, wines, because you can kind of drink them all day. Mm-hmm. Like a low, like an 11%, like, chilled Beaujolais. Anyway, this has been me giving you my I wine mean, you're, you're opinions. You're the company. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're all about, like, the cheap $6 <clears throat> bottle of rosé. Yeah. And, you know, when you watch a, a 1972 Oscars film, you yeah. go through two, three bottles. Yeah, Ooh, I think, these, yeah. I think you we went it. through over 100 bottles just watching rosé just watching these five yeah. movies. They are all very long. They're long movies. Yeah. Why are movies long? 
I mean, some of them just feel long. Yeah. Because sure. two of these movies are not even two hours, and one is just over two hours. Really? Yeah. But The Immigrants kind of makes up for... Yeah. The yeah. Immigrants is nine and a half hours long. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> the Immigrants was days long. I'm yeah. going to give you a spoiler alert about The Immigrants. Didn't finish it. <laughs> I assume they immigrated? Uh, guess you'll have to find out. Okay. We'll let you know. <laughs> um, should we jump into this? Let's yes. do it. All right. So, um, as you guys know, as super listeners, we'll go through the nominees alphabetically, ending with the winner. So, the first nominee is the aforementioned Cabaret. Welcome and bienvenue. Welcome. You missed it. In that moment, Megan left the room, put on like a powder white face. <laughs> <laughs> That's the part that I really empathize with. Um, and also so many like silk house dresses, mm-hmm. just yeah. like kimonos. Yeah. Friend. She Guys, by is the way, I just want you to know, if you're hearing this in the background, it's not a microphone problem. Some sort of monstrosity bird snake. Yeah, what is it? I think it's a, it was, it's some outside. sort of, um, it's a car. Oh, It's okay. a car. It's yeah. like a stalling car. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dear. Um, anyway, sorry, go on. I mean, um, I wish I was Liza Minnelli in this. I, like, get it. I get her. You wish you lived in the Weimar Republic. Wait, that's actually... Mm -hmm. That sounds bad. Yeah. I wish I had... I wish I had... Okay, let's say this. I wish I had the stage presence. Yeah. Oh, okay. I am going to make a confession. Until seeing Cabaret today, Uh I'd only seen, like, the songs... So I didn't realize how different the film version of it is from the stage version. Yeah, like, crazy differences. That is funny too because I actually my uh, our friend uh, Marianne Welshans was just recently in a stage version of it here in L.A. Mm-hmm. And um, Frau Schneider. Is that the kind of friend she is? She, <laughs> She's friend. Friend. she was a, <laughs> she was ensemble, but she should she could have been. Um, what's her face? Sally Bowles. Sally Bowles. Helga. Try Helga. She could have been. Mm. been. I don't remember which one she was, but she sang uh, the German verse of. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, she was great. Yeah. Anyway, the point is, uh, I prefer the film version. I could not disagree with you more. I think really? the stage version is so much better than the film version. I don't care about the other. I only care about Sally and her story. I, I don't I, care about the... I even the... partially can understand that, but I think they still do the subplots in the movie. They just make it a young couple instead yeah. of an old couple, oh, I which guess I they think do. is yeah. so much less interesting. I guess that's yeah. true. I guess that's true. And I like... And that's... I, I left the film... Like confused because I, I really liked it, yeah. but I was kind of mad that I did what didn't know how different the film was going to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's Adam's favorite movie, so like when it ended, Adam was like, "What did you think?" I was like, "It was good," but I didn't have a huge. You, I didn't have like that yeah. wow reaction. No, I could I could feel the energy, the the bored energy. <laughs> maybe it's because time, Adam. Maybe it's because we watched the movie first. Mm. That's probably why. I mean, I, I definitely saw the movie before I saw the series. Yes. I think I saw I saw a touring production of the Sam Mendes. Uh, in mm-hmm. Houston, starring Leah Thompson, and you know what? She was fantastic. That's great. Valuables. Yeah. Cool. 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 Calm down. That, that mm-hmm. particular revival of it too is just like kind of timeless. Yeah. They brought it back again. There's that moment at the end where they show the four leads, the older couple, mm-hmm. and then Sally and um, Cliff. Cliff. Which not Brian. Also, not Brian. Also, Brian Roberts, a million times worse name than Cliff Bradshaw. Yeah, yeah. sure, but also like <laughs> definitely gayer, like for sure. Yeah. Like, let's be real. Well, it depends on the production because mm-hmm. the production in like that we just saw in LA 
the Cliff Bradshaw, like, they were just, like, male-on-male kiss in the show. Like, yes. They mm-hmm. very made much They made sure it very... bisexual. Yeah. Um, Brian Roberts, terrible name for a character. Don't understand why they changed that either. I don't know. Yeah. I think Michael York Cliff pulled Brad- it off. I think he pulled I, it I, off. I also think Michael York it sucks in this movie. Really? Okay, I have to agree wow. with you, but he is so hot in this movie, too. I think he Not is a fly. pore on his face. Yeah. Zero percent body fat, just stunning hair. I almost, gorgeous. And I almost think, I almost think he is, I don't think he's good or bad. Mm-hmm. He just is fun to look at, which yeah. is what it's supposed to be. I don't remember anything about him. I mean, that character mm-hmm. in the movie, in, in the movie anyway, yeah. is just there to for Sally to bounce off he's of. He's kind of a cipher in the musical version, too. Yeah. I mean, it's not, a, it's not the best character, but he is, like, our central character. We right. see the whole world through him. That's right. True. But he, but, but again, because of that, his all of his personality is stripped away, and it literally is just other people bouncing off of him. Right. And him, like, and being very an open book and being like, what is this new whatever, this mm-hmm. new thing? Yeah. He has no agency of his own, which is fine. But on the flip side of that, and again, because I only saw the musical numbers before this film, yeah. like... Liza, like that is a performance that Liza Minnelli gives that I don't think yes. anybody else could give. Yeah, no. And it's so, so good. good in this she movie. She is <laughs> so good in this movie. And at times it's a little too much. And yeah. And it, I think it deserves to be a little too much. Mm-hmm. And I just think she is so good in this movie. I, I mean, I love her last scene with Michael York. I think that's by far the best acting in the movie. When she comes back from the when abortion. When she comes back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she's great in that scene. The other thing I actually really don't like about this movie is I hate how the titular song is performed. Oh, I love it. Oh, that okay. is, I couldn't disagree In with you more. like the revival where we see like a broken down Sally performing mm-hmm. cabaret. And this is just like another cabaret number that has nothing of the backstory that we've been watching for two hours of Sally. Because I love, because, yeah. because I see that as a, uh, and Adam, I'm curious to see if you agree with me. Mm-hmm. But my whole thing with that is like, she loves, perf- it is not about what has gone on in her life. She loves, perf- that is, yes. we are meant to look at that and go like, this is how much this bitch loves performing mm-hmm. that like, it. this trumps everything else. But I guess yeah. I never feel like she loves performing. I just feel like she wants to be famous. No, I, I disagree. I, I feel like she, I feel like throughout the entire movie, they show how much she wants this adoration. She loves people she's paying all, attention She's begging her. for attention the entire movie. Yes. And then right. at the end, she has this song. I disagree with you, though, because I think what's so interesting about the last song when she sings Cabaret is that it, the lights go down and then it turns to the mirror and there's all you can see is swastika sitting in the audience. Mm-hmm. And I right. think that is what's so compelling about it. She that. loves it so much she'll perform for the... You know what it reminds me of is... Um, what is it? Did I ever talk about this on the podcast about A Bright Room Called Day, the Tony Kushner thing? There's a no, whole... There's, I also don't like that play. Okay. Well, there's a, <laughs> there's, a, there's a scene in the play where the actress character mm-hmm. talks about how uh, she was been doing Faust, and then she thought one night that there she runs into, like, a black dog, and she thinks the dog's going to turn into uh, the devil and say, like, I'll mm-hmm. give you fame, fortune, or whatever yeah. in exchange for your soul. And she says, I knew in that moment that I would never be able to say no. Like, I would definitely 100% go with this deal with the devil or whatever. And then she said it turned, you know, it didn't turn, it just turned back down the alley and went away. And she's like, I wonder if it was the devil and I wasn't worth it. But all I knew from that moment forward was I was a great actress, but not a very good person. Right. And I feel like that is a kindred spirit as another that took place in the same time. That is very much Sally Bowles, right. where she is 
a very good actress and a very good performer and not a very good person. And right. I think her singing that song triumphantly at the end is her tamping down her badness or whatever. Totally. And it is, I have never felt more kinship with a person before. Yes. In there in my entire life. Let's, let's I'm unpack that a little bit. <laughs> Honestly, let's not. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I, guess my, I guess my issue with it and that number in particular is because like, I agree with you, Adam, about the cut too, but there's never been a point in the movie where we think that she has any sort of problem with Nazis to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like, there's never, like, a moment, like, she's not, like, at that picnic where they're all starting to sing Tomorrow Belongs to Me that she's like, ooh, this is, like... So it's not like we feel like Sally Bowles doesn't like this movement and then she loves performing so much that despite that, she's going to perform for them. Well, I think... So that's why that doesn't work for me. I I don't think it's... To me, I think that's almost a separate thing because another big takeaway for me from seeing the film was the scene where they're in like the parlor of the house and everyone's talking about how, well, it's in the newspaper, so it has to be true. Like yeah. they, and it's like, fuck. Like, I mean, yeah. this is like yes. so relevant and yeah. scary. And oh, that's why yeah. I like the movie more than the stage play, because I think the movie does a better job showing the slow creep of Nazism mm-hmm. in that yeah. time. And it finally ends with, you know, this reflection of all these swastikas sitting in the audience. And um, when they get in the car after Tomorrow Belongs to Me, and yeah. he says, do you th- still think you can control them? Yeah. 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 It is It is that slow dread. It's stunning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, it's, it's, it, and, it, and it is such, a, especially in that scene in the movie, it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you could not... Tell, give, give me like a beer garden in the middle of fucking rural Germany when it's green and it's gorgeous and like what like I that's all I want to be that's mm-hmm. where I want to be yeah and when they and it's a and it the song itself is a beautiful song it's very you know whatever upbeat and going forward and then you realize what this is what's happening yeah and it is such a pull the rug out from underneath you it yeah. gives me chills I have chills even thinking about Ooh, it no. I mean I think that that scene is great Mm. Like, I love that scene. I don't think enough of the movie has, for me, has that moment. Like, the only moments in the movie that I think are great are that, that last scene between Cliff and Sally. And I actually, the only number I think that works that the MC does is the, if you could see her throughout my eyes. Because I feel like everything else doesn't feel like really reflective of everything else. Wow. This feels like a cut okay. well, I couldn't disagree with you more, but I do want to thank Gwen Ferdin for um, mm-hmm. that. Uh, if she, if, Which if she we, know. Like, oh, we know! Bossy <laughs> Burden! <laughs> Bitches, watch yeah. Bossy Burden! Thank you, Michelle. Yes! Yeah. Uh, oh, God, I could talk about Bossy I Burden. think this movie is so beautifully directed, and there are so many shots in this movie that like are truly mm-hmm. breathtaking, and I think a lot of it is very... I think if you watch this movie and then you were to watch the new uh, Star is Born, I think he took so much from Cabaret. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, I, the pieces, for me, every piece in the Kit Kat Club mm-hmm. fits in perfectly well, with and, everything and that's, that's why going I think on. why the film was so big for musicals because it was kind of a seminal moment for him to be like, I'm going to change this movie so much where the music is only going to be in the context of the cabaret. Mm-hmm. Right. Which had never really been done before. Yeah. In any other movie musical now you can reference it. That's like a good Like Star Wars Born, you have Chicago, which is also Candor and Ebb. Right. But yeah. It was really cool. We did a little bonus assignment and we watched clips from the Oscar ceremony. No. Which yeah. is also a trip. Like if you want to, <laughs> just as like extra features, like go on YouTube and type in whatever year you watch next because you'll get like a playlist of these clips. 
But when Bob Fosse accepted the award, he thankfully thanked Gwen Verdon because I was waiting for it to be like, is he going to thank her? Yeah. After knowing what we know. <laughs> thank you, Michelle Williams. Yeah. That was actually really weird when you thanked Michelle I know, Williams. but it was yeah. still a little dismissive, too, because he was like, thanks to my friend Gwen Verdon. Who my friend I think went entirely responsible for a lot of his art. But my whatever. muse, Gwen Verdon, get the fuck out of here. Remember when she wiped away that tear? Amazing. Like, I mean, God, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with you. It's like it is such a cool thing that all of the it felt more, and I, and I think it the subject matter demanded that it, they weren't just bursting into song in random places. Like it right. should be all in the cabaret. And I think Joel Grey fucking also crushes it. Amazing. And I love, I know this is true of all across the board, but I, I love that he has no other lines other than, like, he, he is just the, the MC. That's what he is. He's, he's great. Who else is nominated that year for Best Supporting Actor? So, uh, I oh, can't, all of the Godfather people. It's three of the Godfather people. It's James Caan, Al Pacino, and Robert Duvall. And I can't, I don't remember who the fifth nominee is. Mm -hmm. But those are three of the other four. Sounder, the dog. Sounder, the dog. Sounder. Yeah. It was Sounder. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I think there's a little bit of category fraud in, in, in that year, but... Well, um, <laughs> yeah, I can agree with you there. Um, Pacino was nominated for supporting? Yeah, mm -hmm. well, because they probably didn't want Which to, I think is They didn't want to nominate him against <laughs> right. Brando. Right, which is yeah. silly. But. And he, he didn't attend the Oscars because of it. Really? Like because oh, he was so wow. pissed that they submitted him for supporting. Mm -hmm. Did they do, that year at the Oscars, did they do musical performances? Well, <laughs> we saw the opening number, which was Miss Angela Lansbury performing Make a Little Magic. No! Yes. Yes. Lovely, <laughs> lovely opening number. There was maybe 40 showgirls in huge feathers Bless. and headdresses. It was really great. Bless. This was actually a big musical year. This was kind of one of the last, like, sort of big Hollywood musical years before they pretty much went away, except mm. for dribs and drabs. Because 1776 and Man of La Mancha were right, both also musicals year. in 72. So. Oh. Um, yeah. I, I will say, every time I am on a plane, mm -hmm. uh, for some reason, uh, JetBlue must own Cabaret or something because it's always one of the, you know, like they have like uh, the new releases and then they have like a few like classics. And I'll always like get like. Bossy's whole. Uh, he actually left his <laughs> to JetBlue. Jet yeah. Actually, one of Fosse's like signature phrases was even more legroom. Yeah, like another, yeah. People always thought that was like a dancer. Yeah, thing. yeah. I know. Not, it was not yeah. He was so pro snack. Yeah. Um, anyway, my point is, is that I will get, I will watch a new release, and I will get halfway through, and then I'll be like, you know what's better than this movie? Cabaret. Cabaret. And then I'll put on Cabaret, and I've watched Cabaret now, maybe more than almost any, like other than like uh, I don't know. Clueless, probably, or and out of Africa. Mm -hmm. I've watched that movie so many fuck and Greece, which uh, I don't even want to get into that. That's the word. God, That's Megan, we get it. You fly. You travel a lot. Guys, I'm a Greenland liar. I have a JetBlue card. Don't get excited. Calm cool. down, guys. Uh, no big deal. Anyway, I watch that Rusty movie whenever I'm on a plane. It's the only um, people that fly into Buffalo. <laughs> 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 That's true, but he just canceled it. Oh, yeah. guys. Um, any final thoughts on Cabaret before we move on? Uh, it's perfect. I love it. I love you, it's Adam. Good. And I could not... It's a good movie. It's not it, it took me, like, the the night to, like, get through... 
work it out in my head how yeah. I liked it. Yeah. That was my takeaway. It's funny because, you know, Craig and I have known each other now for 11 years, mm-hmm. and we just never agree on this stuff. <laughs> we just never agree. Yeah, well, I'll never think A Quiet Place is a good movie. No. I mean, Adam, you and I are in the same realm. <laughs> I, Craig, Craig, I find questionable a lot of yeah. ways. Like, number one, shallots. Doesn't like shallots. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Did love Does, the movie, though. Shallots. The movie Shallots? Shallots. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, the next movie also, is... Also, Nazis. Any movie with Nazis. The best and again, villain. The best villain. You'll never, you'll never get a better villain than a fucking yeah. Nazi. Well, then can I introduce you to Today on the News? Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're going to love what's going on okay. in America. A little less fun. Less fun. Um, Deliverance. This movie... <laughs> Did you know that kid can't, couldn't uh, play the fiddle? Really? No. Or the banjo? Yeah. It's another, it's another well, guy. There now- was someone literally having to put their arm around Possum Boy... And play it. Well, yeah. now, that kid looks so good. You had to use it. Well, here's yeah. my complaint about that too. Freaky It's called dueling banjos, but there's only one banjo. Mm-hmm. Why is it dueling banjos? There's just one. By the way, now I hate that movie even more. <laughs> I don't like. Th- I think this is a bad. I think it's not good. I think it's dumb. And I also not even. That's not even. Tr- that's not fair. I just think it's stupid that it's nominated for best picture. I think it's like crazy to me. I'm like this. This is like. A, you know what's a better movie? Fucking River Wild, guys. Mm-hmm. I gotta get back into. If this can is I, nominated, River Wild should be nominated. But can, I, I, can I throw something out here? If it's not for Deliverance, there is no River Wild. Okay, yeah. sure. Okay, fine. That's fine. But uh, shouldn't be nominated for, for best fucking picture. The first thing I wrote about this movie is there is a lot of canoeing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so Ugh, they did so all their much own canoeing. canoeing for this, and their stunts, and they weren't oh, sure. Oh, well, now that you said hell. that, I forget <laughs> it. Remind <laughs> me, I uh, deserve it. Can you guess which one of the actors is the only one that had canoeing experience? Ned Beatty. Do you need canoeing experience? It's Ned Beatty. Really? You would have thought it was Bert. It's not Bert. Never been in a canoe. Ned all Beatty. That, all that Bert knew how to do was fill out that vest. Hey, that vest, vest. That vest was hot. He's bad. Yeah. He sucks, man. It's so weird to me. I'm like, ugh, God, he's a bad actor. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Sorry. I chalked this up. To me, I enjoyed it, but I chalked it up as like a good movie of its time. Like I thought, I, yeah, I thought this movie was fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, thought I, didn't well think it was, I didn't think it was bad like you did, but also it's like, yeah, it's kind of crazy it got nominated for Best Picture, and then I started looking at other movies to watch from this year, and I was like, Okay, sure. I mean, I guess, like, what else was going to get nominated this year? I don't know. I, I can think of a couple. I mean, I, if I was Woody Allen, I'd be like, really, man? But played against Sam. I've never it's seen not, the movie. The play sucks. No, it's not. Listen, it's I've like, seen the movie. We'll talk about it at the end. It's not great, but it also is, like, still more interesting than delivering. I don't know. Whatever. I also don't, and this has been well documented on yeah. this podcast, I really don't like men. Men. <laughs> All dudes. Pure sausage fetch. I really don't like rape stuff. Right. It makes me very uncomfortable. I feel like we don't ever need to see that yeah. or do that again. Yes. And um, yeah, I don't like it just made me feel gross. And I and I also just was like, what is the, like what there's no motivation for any of this? Right, no. And I just was like, I just and I hate all of the characters. like I didn't like any of them. Yeah. What did the guy dive off the boat at the end? It looked like he dove. Yes, it did. Then they were I, like, he I, shot up. I was wondering if he commits suicide or if he just passed out. Yeah, I thought fell. he would have just been like in shock and jump, but then later on it seemed like no, they did. He did shoot him. It yeah. was. 
I just was like, this doesn't, this isn't even for what it is. It doesn't, it's not super well made and yeah. nobody's really good well, in it. I think, I think that though, you're, you're supposed to doubt whether or not he did it because also at the end, John Voight doubts if he even shot the right guy because he's, they're like, are you sure you got him? And then he yeah. looked at his teeth and his teeth weren't the same fucked up teeth as mm -hmm. the first one that he saw. Right. right. So it's all But then why like, would he be standing up there with a gun? When he was shaking before he took the shot. Nobody's like to do that. <laughs> <laughs> when John Voight's like shaking before he takes the shot, do you think that is what they were making fun of partially in Airplane? Like when oh. the character like has like the drinking problem, his hands going crazy. Because yeah. Airplane's like five years after or whatever, six or seven years after this. I wondered, I was like, because it's so over the top, I was like, they had to have been making fun of something, right? Because <laughs> John Voight looks like an absolutely insane He looks person. crazy. Like, I get it. I don't and by the way, it turns out very, he is crazy. I would be very nervous to shoot someone also, but I don't know that I'd be like, yeah, like that. Especially when that guy almost made you suck his dick, yeah. right? Is that, that's the same thing. Whatever, doesn't matter. I don't like, I didn't, I did not care for it. Um, did you? You know what I do like? River Wild, guys. Everybody <laughs> watch. And that's like ten years after this, right? Early twenty-two 80s? years after. Oh, it was a ninety. It's, it's like a long time. Oh. Like yeah. Yes. Um, Correct. Uh, I did write down dead Drew against the branch when he's like just like floating in the water and oh, with his arm behind his head. Oh and yeah. I did that, and I like this because Why? I can do the same thing. Because he's double jointed, and his so arm they just goes behind his head. He was like, "Hey, I can do this," and they were like, "Yeah, you can put that in there." Craig, I want to see this right now. So they, so they <laughs> did, yeah, do it. I haven't done it in a long time. Podcasting is a visual medium. Yeah. Oh, gross! I don't yeah. like it. Ooh, no, you could actually don't do it. You could be. I don't the like play it. Play of Deliverance. Oh my god! I wouldn't see that. Who else do you think no, would me be? Me. In? <laughs> I mean, I would play that guy because he's the one we, who's no one's name. They really, really is remembered. Ooh, let's do. Who, who are we all in Deliverance? Okay, so you're the double jointed guy. Oh, uh, uh, Rusty's Ned Beatty. I'm Ned Beatty. <laughs> <laughs> so Oof. Adam would be Burt Reynolds, and you're John. John Boyd. Okay. Because you're, like you're like the right wing. One of us. I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I want a best. I want a best. Because you're you're Leah Schreiber's dad. <laughs> ah, no, because I give birth to hot people. That's Angelina true. Jolie. Yeah. Am I right? Came out of my. I'm not Balls. gonna say it. <laughs> um, another thing about this film is it's based on a book. And apparently, uh -huh. the did you read about this? The author the was like thrown off set. Yeah, because he showed up like wasted and like start got in a fist fight with the director. Cut to years later, they became best friends. Yeah, wow. that's such um, fun trivia, Rusty. The other thing is they couldn't get like insured for this movie um, for some reason. So like they're because they're all doing their own stunts, which seems really dangerous. It also makes me wonder if that's why that falling off the cliff shot looks so bad because they had to have to actually have actually John Boyd do it. it. So they're like, uh, we'll just do this in like six shots. <laughs> why wouldn't they just be like, yeah, they like tried to kill us and like th this one guy raped like they were gonna murder I us. I mean I would assume if I was in that situation I would guess that the Appalachian sheriff would yeah. be in these would like be cousins with the guys that just well, tried to kill us. And they call that out because they're like yeah. his cousin's been missing for a while or yeah. something. Yeah that's true I guess. I guess that's true but I'm still just like I don't know. I don't um, know. It's it feels weird. like the whole theme of what they want the movie to be only comes out at the very end where it's like 
this, this friendship crumbles because of the situation they're in, but they don't make that the theme until basically Mm-mm. they like say it at the end. Like I also don't know anybody's that. like relate. Like I know that that John Voight and Burt Reynolds were friends going in because because they were like. Yeah, Where Reynolds like was like, I don't know about these and fucking... And John Voight knows the other yeah. two guys. Yeah. There was some, like, gay tension between them, too. When yeah. When they like, looked at each other at the campsite. I yeah. Like, what is happening? Oh, well, they, they definitely happened? fucked. That yes. would... By the way, I'm that. more interested in that movie. Yeah, like, me too. Like, a group of, like, closeted <laughs> people going down a river. Movie, right? <laughs> like, online somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw the 11-minute version of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Ronnie Cox... He's totally that guy that just brings his fucking guitar guitar everywhere. Yeah, that's so annoying. (laughs) What a name, Ronnie Cox. Yeah. Let's just call him Double Jointed Guy. By the way, also, I fucking hate... This is... I've said... I hate guys that play the guitar. They always want to... Like, they're like, well... Like, maybe this is just a college thing. It's like weird. Like, who did he think he was going to pick up? Yeah. There's no... Is there a single woman in this movie? No. No. Well, the one, oh, no, the the one woman at the end. At the end. At the John end, Boyd's wife. she's taking care of him yeah. with her, like, 70s actress voice. Oh, I forgot. That's what women oh, are supposed to do. So. Oh, honey. Yeah. Oh, that worked. That oh, was the scene that really worked for me. Guys, can we not talk about Deliverance anymore? I don't yeah. think yeah. it's good. I don't yeah, love course. it. I didn't really care for it. Yeah. I just think it was just a movie about a bunch of assholes who got what was coming to them. Yeah. So we can oh, de- God damn it, Adam. <laughs> you are. So we can definitely move on for you to the immigrants. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Tell you what, though, it was, okay, spoiler alert, it wasn't my least favorite movie of this crop. Okay. Yeah. I think it, I think it improves as the longer you go into the movie. I think there's like 25 minutes of good movie in The Immigrants. The problem with it is it's a three hour and 15 minute long movie. I could not believe how long it took them to to get out of that town. town. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? Did you, would you be interested, um... Oh, I left you with the DVD. You, you know, The New Land is actually the second part of it. Yes, I'm aware. Yes. So I'm aware. did you want to hold on to that and watch that second? I'm awake. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to read the wiki. Oh, great. I'll read the wiki. What happened to, I don't remember, Carl Oscar? Carl Oscar and Christina? Yeah. I got to admit. That girl's I hot. A, I was a little bummed because at first I thought the movie was going to be, like, different because that whole opening where they're like, Five half-wits, three idiots, yeah. three yes. whores. I was like, oh, this movie's going to be like a sort of funny cool. like, look at a town. And nope, that's not what it was. And no. was the father's profession like just lifting large stones and putting them somewhere else? Like, yeah. it was just always so. lifting that giant was definitely a stone. Theme of this just movie. Dropped it yeah, duh, Rusty. Like, you've never, you, you don't know anybody whose something. job is lift large stones. Did you, you should have asked. Uh, you and Buffalo, like Buffalo's changed you, <laughs> let me just say. This is, this is our mistake. You should have ask Marcy, Rusty's sister went to Sweden for her honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, did she do a Midsommar? Well, I was going to find out if she did any rock lifting, or maybe at least Ted did. Hmm. Do you um, know if they went to a rock farm? No, but afterwards um, Ted got this weird email from his sister that was like, I'm so sorry, I can't do this anymore, I'm taking my parents it's weird though that you bring up Midsommar do you think that his job was to bring the rock to the in- bottom of that cliff so someone could jump onto it <laughs> yes you know. I don't know you know why I've never seen the movie I'm not going to see the movie because yeah. I don't do scary movies yeah. that's a fun fact about me uh, you guys are like what? tell me more about you Megan <laughs> I don't do that shit I did write a bunch of things about this movie oh really God. I wrote so many notes yeah. about this movie I wrote The Swing yeah, a lot Talk of about sex swing. A lot of right? swinging, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, was oh. your version dubbed? 
No. Fuck. The only oh, one that we yeah. could find was dubbed. There was no subtitle option. It was all dubbed. Oh. Yeah. That's Just, worse. That's, so even, that's somehow even worse. Oh, yeah. This was the last movie we saw, right? No, this was the second to last movie we saw, but the Apple Store preview of this movie is just that scene of them in church with that really dull music and everyone looking bored and sick. I was like, no, I don't want to watch this. In the real church or in the, like, house church? The real church. Because in the house church, church was a great scene. That was the only good scene in this movie. I love that scene. (laughs) And actually, Megan, you definitely didn't see this because you would have turned it off already. Mm -hmm. I actually think the scene when they first get to America. Yeah, did not make it there. it's just them on the docks and it's like English and all these other languages and it's really loud. I think is shot in a really cool way. Mm -hmm. And it made me even think of like being in Times Square. Yeah. Like for the first time, just being like, Claustrophobic, even though you're in like this hugely large yeah. area. I I need to tell you that I took my mic off. If you heard anything uh, right now, just so I could go get my phone because I was like, "There's something I I did want to say about the immigrants." Yeah, it was the only note that I wrote, which is <laughs> this is I had to get to my phone for yeah. this. I just wrote Swedish Sean Aston. <laughs> <laughs> Was that, that was one of the guys that, that yes. the guy who fucked the cows? Yep, yep. Yeah. The yeah, guy yeah. that fucked the cows or whatever. I was like, oh, he's like a Swedish Sean Astin. <laughs> That's my take on the immigrants, guys. I know. And night. I, I took a ton of notes in this movie, and then towards the end, it's just like, I'm just full on online shopping now. I just bought a shirt. <laughs> We're in America. <laughs> We're in America. I love online shopping while you watch boring things. It's I know. the best. I know. When Craig was talking about that kind of scene when they landed, I think what I, what I also liked about the movie was the score was interesting because it made the idea of going to the new world like terrifying because right. the score yeah. was so creepy. Yeah. Which you don't when you think about movie other movies where it's like we're emigrating, you think it's like exciting, but I'm sure it was like awful. Yeah. I mean that ship looked terrible. Yes. Oh, and and, I, and when she was like bleeding, I thought that was like, actually kind of a cool scene too. It was really hard to watch, but I was yeah. like, well, this I like just because. It makes me think, this is probably what it was like to take a fucking boat to America in the middle of the 1800s, and that's the worst thing in the world. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Um, But at least, I mean, the worst thing in the world, but at least you're, you know, above, like, you're going to be, like, on the, like, sea level as opposed to, like, chained up below. That would be worse. I'll tell you who I identified the most with, though. The, the girl who, like, couldn't keep her hands off of the food and ate too much celery oh, yeah. or whatever and ate herself. <laughs> I like that bitch, Ulrika. By the way, what a tough way to go. It expanded in her stomach and, like, exploded yeah. her stomach. And the, the, the doctor was, like, so matter-of-fact, yeah. like, oh, this is not going to be good. Yeah, 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 <laughs> She's yeah. She's going yeah. to die She's probably going to go to God and, yeah. like, whatever, yeah. Ooh, rough um, Early on in the movie, I was like, oh, this is going to be my least favorite film ever when they throw the cat, put the cat in the bag and just toss it in the river. And I thought of you. Sweetest yeah. Sean Astin's like, <laughs> I like, thought of you. Go. It's like a six, if you don't want to drown the cat, yeah. it's six inches deep. Yeah. Just go Just walk in the thing. The cat did end up dying, right? I mean, sure they didn't get assume it, it did. There's yeah. I thought of you because. All, uh, every single one of these yeah. movies is I, I thought of, well, we'll talk about the next one, but I thought of you as somebody who does not care for cats. Yeah. I still felt myself moved yeah. and was like, go get that fucking cat. Yeah. That's a bad way to go. Just chop oh, the yeah. cat's head off. You yeah. know what I mean? If, yeah. you're, if you want to kill a cat, don't take the fucking There's pussy's way out. a lot of ways to kill a cat. Yeah, so many and ways. Skin it. And you could, you could skin it too. Yeah. 
Um, oh yes, she's she senses that we're talking yes. about you know what animal else, you cruelty. You know what else pissed me off about this movie? We never get the punchline to that fucking corpse with a boner joke. Oh yeah. They t- they're telling that corpse with a boner joke, and they're talking about how they like went and got someone from like the town, and they like cut away from the conversation to like another conversation. I was like, oh. you're gonna give us like a two minute setup for this joke and not give us a punchline? I might have been checking out at that point. So here's a question: emigrants with an e. Mm-hmm. Is uh-huh. different than immigrants, but I thought emigrants are. Oh yeah, okay. Emigrants are people that are leaving. Yes. Yeah. And immigrants, immigrants are people that are coming. Yeah. 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 But technically, if you're an emigrant, then you're also an immigrant. He should have instead of the new land. He should have called it the other movie, the immigrants. Yeah, that's exactly what. Oh my. Oh my what god. What a fucking missed hey, opportunity. Wow. Hey, if Jan <laughs> Trolls fucking estate is listening to this movie. <laughs> Holy shit! What a oh, fuck. Hey. That is totally correct. Do you think Sweden's version of? The Oregon Trail is like this movie. Yeah. Like they have a video game version. That's, yeah. Well, Where guess like, what? You died of eating too, too much, much bars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If that's the case, then we win, bitches, because I that game is way, which by the way, you can get on your phone now, guys. It's oh. very fun. Uh, is way more fun than watching this movie. You died of a dysentery in a bag bite. <laughs> you're, on, you're on the ship and it stops being like, look at this gravestone. And it's like, here lies Megan from four, four games like, ago. It's like people fishing off it and they're like, you caught a whale. You can only bring back 200 pounds of whale. Which is bullshit, by the way, because like, just go out and like, just have like a uh, whole people just take all the buffalo. Like there's no reason why you can't just harvest that meat and it's yeah. wasteful and I don't like it. Yeah. Your axle broke. Uh, How long is The Immigrants? Three hours and 15 minutes. Yeah, 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 I did not. But Uh, it was our introduction to one Max von Sydow. Still around, Three-Eyed Raven. Three-Eyed Raven. He was in that Mm -hmm. 9-11 movie with Tom Hanks. What was Uh it called? Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And And Liv Ullman. She was in Sex and the Liv Ullman, who, it was weird because I actually looked her up because she was a big, like, she was Wait, like the chick? One of Christina? These, yeah. Mm-hmm. She was not. She's beautiful. She was nominated yeah. for Best Actress for this. Mm-hmm. And I was, looked her up because I, I know her name, and she really hasn't done that much. Mm-hmm. She only really did, like, she did a bunch of Bergman films. Yeah. yeah. And then she just sort of stopped acting. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm surprised she didn't do more in America because I know of her. Yeah. Well, because in 1972, they really appreciated good swing work, and yeah. she's, like, a really, really well gifted at swinging yeah mm. the, the thing that I recognize her for is swinging, uh, right? having the Oscar Ugh, decline <laughs> while it's in her hands I was like who is that woman you know I've seen the clip of Marlon Brando declining his Oscar or Session Littlefeather declining right. his Oscar yes. for him um, and she's the one and I was like that's who that that's woman is. is yes um, there is a line uh, towards the end of the movie where they say she needs a prick rammed up her as mm-hmm. far as it will go which I thought was didn't really fit no, the, the tone. tone of the film at that point. It's just good to know that, like, Swedish, the Swedes can also be fucking assholes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes I, me feel Were better. they talking about Ulrika? Probably. Yeah, Ulrika uh, is the, uh, she's the bad, whore, right? She's a bad bitch. Yeah, she's and I a stand. Yeah. I love her. <laughs> I mean, I think it kind of goes to show you that this well, was... Well, she's blonde, this so... This was, yeah, like, a, yeah. a weaker... Whore. We are a weaker movie overall in terms of nominations because this movie was nominated for Best Foreign Film in 1971 mm-hmm. and lost mm-hmm. Best Foreign Film in 1971 and still was managed to be a Best Picture, Picture nominee in 1972. That's so yeah, crazy to me. Crazy. That's yeah. so crazy. It's also weird when you look back on things and it's like, if you look at the critics' like take on these movies, like Roger Ebert like loved this movie, right. like 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 
critics like if you well, uh, whatever. Like film Twitter listen to like this podcast, they'd be like, "What are you talking about? The immigrants is." Incredible. No, and I would say, fuck you. Get an editor. Mm-hmm. Edit this shit down. There's yeah. so many just like long shots of yes. of people looking off into the distance totally. in fucking Sweden, and it's is so crazy to me. It makes me. It, it is again. It, it is such a. It's such hubris to be like you're so in love with your fucking shots. You can't cut this down well, like a little like bit. Maybe like Terrence Malick like made Badlands, and then he watched this movie and was like, oh. Mm-hmm. You can make a movie like three hours long and just show yeah. trees yeah. for like forty-five minutes. I know. Like, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, and then he had the rest of his career. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I, Fuck you, I, Terrence Malick. I know, you're right. This would have been a great short movie. Or conversely, I would watch the nine-hour like Showtime yeah. limited series. Yeah, where you really dig into the yeah. characters and like you get like because I don't really care about watch, any of them. But you only have to watch some nudity too. Yeah, yeah like today. You only have to watch fifty-five minutes of it at a time. Yes, yeah. and you and you and again you get yeah you get deeper into because like because there's so many characters that are Give so me many those immigrants. Give of that whore. I oh yeah. You're what's her me. story? Yes. Ulrika's story. Ulrika. I want to see the that's priest. the web the web I want to see. <laughs> I want to see the priest being like a bad boy before he finds God. Yeah. yeah. I see what he's like when he's twenty two years old. Yeah, I want to see more of Give Christina and Carl Oscar's like love story too. Yeah. Like, how did he woo her? Yeah. What what with her hopes and dreams? Yeah. It took the beginning was tough mm-hmm. because every it, everything was jumping so quickly. Yes. Yeah. Like, and then and then it's, everything took so long. I was like, you jumped, and then you were just were like, you know what? We're just gonna hang out here on this farm, for lifting rocks for eternity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's cold and gray. It's yeah. like buffalo. Um, it's like buffalo. <laughs> that's what I felt when I was watching this movie. I was like, this life in Sweden looks awful. You're like, I want to escape. But... <laughs> they, must have just, they must have arrived here. <laughs> They went to Minnesota. Are they sure they're not in Buffalo, New York? Hey, they didn't land on Plymouth Rock. They landed in Buffalo. Yeah. Oh, and that was also and like the, the worst part of the ending is like it was like the movie that didn't end because Max von Sydow could be like, no, let's keep mm-hmm. let's keep looking, and I was yeah. like, just find where you want to stay, Max. We get it. Put up a tent. Yeah. And by the way, spirit. also it was like Minnesota or something yeah. that they and I was like, honey, it's not always gonna be that nice. Just no. like FYI, if you're like. How is this going to be six months from now? The answer is miserable. Have you seen Fargo? Yeah. Have they seen Fargo? They don't even know. They don't even know about Fargo. They haven't watched it yet. Apologies Um, to people listening in Minnesota or Buffalo, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, Last movie nominee, Sounder. Oh, my God. (laughs) So. This isn't really a movie. I love. And by the way, read the book. And you know how much I love a dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm purely in not team sure dog. why the movie's called the movie not sure why it's called Sound. Not sure. Not, not enough sure dog in this movie. No yeah. dog. Well, because it was based on the book, and I feel like it must have been a popular enough book. Oh, it right? definitely was, yeah. In the book, is the dog in it more? Because in the movie, the dog's not in it enough. Yeah, I think it is. I, I mean, I read Sound during elementary school and I remember it being more about a dog, but I mean that was ten years ago, so right. I don't know. I, I, I just did not connect with this movie at all. Mm-hmm. It felt like it could have been like a forty-minute, like an hour-long TV special. It felt like a TV movie. It felt like a Disney yeah. TV movie. Yeah, and it was remade as a Disney TV movie. Directed the kid who played the son directed a new version of it, like in the late '90s. So, what cameo did Cecily Tyson have? Yeah, she was not in it, but 
Paul Whitfield. Uh-huh. Yes. He played the teacher role. I thought you were going to say So they took away the one of the two roles for yeah, women. For women and gave it to a man. Yeah. Sure, 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 sure. There's also just a lot of shots in this movie of just like kids running. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like for minutes at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Long period of time. I, I Listen, this is one of those books that I think I read in elementary school that even then, even then I was like, this isn't very good. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of those things where it's like, this is one of the, it felt very... Not to get too, you know, I felt like this is like a, a book that is, was about a person of color that feels very unchallenging. Yeah. And that's why as a young white girl, I read this mm-hmm. because it was like, well, and then they learn the power of education. Yeah. Blah, yeah. Blah, 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 the whole right. thing. And I reject that. I yeah. think it's fucking bullshit. No education was going to help that, is going to help that kid. Like it's systematic racism and... Mm-hmm. It is, so it's a bullshit happy ending for me and then, and for him, for sure. And then the rest of the movie, like, there's no fucking dog. Yeah. I watch this, I like, I want a dog movie. There's no dog. The dog does nothing to help at all. And what happens to that dog 30 minutes in? Ugh, I can't. He gets shot. Yeah, shot at. Well, shot, well, and, I don't and, know, it's and, unclear. It, it, it hits him. It looks, yeah. He, he was injured you, by, by a favorite guy. part and least favorite part. Least favorite part, when that dog gets hurt. Yeah. yeah. Did not like it. Hated why, it. Why do you have to even do that? Why would yeah. you shoot, why would you? Just so the dog disappears for a while so you don't have to shoot scenes with the dog? Yeah. You need the fucking movie Sounder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Then Sounder comes back, and what happens? Does he, like, help? Feed the family or, like, uh, show the boy the power of friendship or whatever. Like, yeah. no, he lives under the house. Yeah. Which, by the way, take that dog in the house. Yeah. yeah, that's true. My favorite part of the movie is when Cecily Dyson, when Paul Whitfield comes home, she goes, David Lee, bedtime. And then she gives the biggest yeah. fuck eyes in the yes. history of the film. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, she, um, was, she was ready to do it. I don't think I hated this movie as much as you guys. I, um, I didn't. I just don't know. What it is. Like I thought the performances happens. were pretty good. They're I thought good. it was a pretty the good two, child two. performance. Yeah. Um, it's fine. The one thing that I can't understand watching all of these movies within a couple weeks span is, besides Cabaret and Godfather, which I think are in a completely league of their own, could we not figure out shooting it at nighttime? Because there's the, just yeah. a lot of day for night in the yeah. second. Yeah. It was I, that awful scene when he's on top of the mountain, Deliverance, or that chase scene at the beginning of Sounder, I was I can't see anything, or it looks like you are just in daytime. Yes. <laughs> yes, agreed. They look so, especially compared to, we've talked about this before, it's so weird to me how much better looking those two movies are than the other. It's the yes. same year, and I'm like, yeah. was there the technology, like you just couldn't afford the cameras? Like what was going on? Yeah. Totally. Um, and also the directing styles. Yeah. Like, I mean, Fosse is in a whole different league in that the, yeah. what, everything he's done doing is, like, very, like, cutting edge and cool. But, like, mm-hmm. like even uh, Coppola, obviously, like, is it's beautifully, and it's, like, and it makes sense. Like, yeah. the way that it's shot, I was like, oh, yeah, that's called a movie. Yeah. Like, the other three things, I'm just like, is like, this is so weird to me. This doesn't even look like ar- a movie. I would yeah. argue that Deliverance is shot well. I think the cinematography in Deliverance is good. I think Outside there the are some good scenes. shots. There are the some good shots, but, but a lot of it looks like TV movies. Yeah, and also part of that is just where it's shot. Like, there's no way that some of it's not going to look cool because you're shooting on, like, a river. Yeah. And, like, yeah. The, Plus, you know, it's, you know, Godfather and Cabaret are masterpieces, and, right. mm-hmm. you know, it's in a class of, like, three, like, fine movies. Yeah. Okay movies, so. 
Well, and I when I read um, the Sounder Wikipedia, because I had mm-hmm. the same questions about like why is this movie called Sounder, this was the first, allegedly, the probably a big reason why it was nominated is that this is one of the first like black films that wasn't like black exploitation, yeah. more or less, and it kind of proved that like, or proved quote unquote that like you could make a film that that stars yeah. people of color and it be like meaningful or like yeah. more than just like like tawdry or pulpy. Yeah, and again, I think that I think this that white people were very comfortable with it because it doesn't really say a lot. Right. All it, it really says is like education will save yeah. you, but we don't actually see how at all. And how and that the fact that the father comes back from like a year of like hard labor and yeah. he's like, I'm fine. It's yeah. like, no, you are not fine. You're not You're fine. fine. You really, really messed up. One hundred percent. You're fucked up. And also the white people in it are like Saviors. Bad. Yeah, exactly. They're either saviors mm-hmm. or they're they're like they're just doing their job. And can we talk about like the white savior character? Like the first thing we hear her say is like your mom is better at ironing than a Chinaman. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, okay. That's so really she's, shocking. She's like, she's like good in this time period towards African-Americans, but does not like the Asians. Okay, no. Well, yeah. Okay. I guess that's relatable. I do think probably on the flip side, and you know, I'd have to go back and really look at it, but this is probably one of, if not the first predominantly black movies to be nominated mm-hmm. Best Picture. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. So that's a good thing, I guess. But yeah, like you said, it's not a, challenging look at that no, at all. No, at all. Um, do we think Camille Johnson is like a Mary Kay Letourneau figure? Yes. Uh, that was actually one of my first thoughts is like, why is she so into this young kid? Oh, yeah. She's it's like, gross. you can come home with me. I've known you for two and a half minutes. Yeah. yeah. Read my books. <laughs> the books Live in a, my house. Books is a double on Live in my house. <laughs> I'll be your shelter. I'm sorry. I'm like very like into... Musicals right now because I'm thinking <laughs> <Yeah>. about cabaret. <laughs> um, Jean Valjean crime. Can, yeah, I say, can I say one more thing about cabaret? Sorry. Yes. That's just like how I want to live my life, like Elsie. Sure. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When I go, I am going like Elsie. I say this as somebody who has had a large part of a magnum of rose, but like right. that is what I want. Anyway, that's all I want to say. Totally. Don't you want to live like Elsie? I, I also want to say that the original music for Sounder, the composer's name is Taj Mahal, which is the best Ooh. composer. Oh, he was in there too. He was? Yeah, he was the musician. Oh, the guy in the fiddle? Yeah. Oh. oh. That walks and is like, gotta leave you folks now. Uh-huh. Like, why are you here? Why was he there? <laughs> I also thought well, that I did scene... the score for the movie. Yeah. Thank you very much. Can you imagine if like the highlight every week is to like go to a kickball game and then like walk home to some fiddle music? Bitch, it was yeah. baseball, it was baseball, an American baseball. narrative. Oh, and that did look that did look fun. Tosh Mahal was there. Honestly, like honestly, like, the really? highlight of my late week is drinking alone, watching Love Island. So like, yeah. I wish. But I also Cheers. like that they're like we're gonna be a little bit late to the baseball game. And then they got there, and there was one out left in the baseball game. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean a little bit late? They've been playing for three hours. <laughs> well, so that's Sounder. And then that brings us to the 1972 Academy Award winner for Best Picture, The Godfather. This movie is perfect. And that is all we will say about it. So you shut your fucking mouth. No, here's, here's I what, have to agree with you. This yeah. movie is perfect. I love this movie. It's so good. I will say something, too. Is we So the last episode we just did, I don't yeah. know if you guys listened. Yeah. Uh, we we talked. Godfather too. I think it was episode uh, 78. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Uh, and I think Nelson agreed with this, too. Um, we did. I think we did talk yeah. about this. Godfather 1 is superior. I agree. And, I, and, and, and the huge part of that for me, and I said this on the last episode, but to reiterate, 
what interests me about these movies, yeah. what interests me about mob stuff is not like, I don't give, I don't really give a fuck about like the actual business, right. like the like, mm-hmm. t- like what's the scheme to take yeah. over Vegas or whatever. I don't care. Yeah. What's way more interesting is the familial dynamics yeah, right. and like the way this world works. Right. And that's what Godfather, this, this Godfather is all about. Yeah. And so, yeah, this movie's fucking great. Yeah. It's a perfect movie. Um, everyone on cast is amazing. Amazing. Talia Shire's maybe a little big. But that's is that Connie? It's yeah. kind of a thankless uh, part to play. Sure. Yeah. She's so she's, she's a little big. Apollonia's <laughs> a little. She's just dramatic. Monday, Honestly, Tuesday, Connie's Tuesday, just dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, <laughs> I could, I Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, Saturday. I could Sunday, Saturday. Here for the next hour and fifteen minutes and just do different quotes. From yeah. This yeah. Place. Yeah. Because so take the gun, you know. Adam leave said the cannoli. Me, and this is my favorite movie. No, no, leave the gun. Mm-hmm. Take the cannoli. But when we did, like, when we did 1980, The Elephant Man, the one time I saw it, I was like, "This movie's amazing." And then I rewatched it, and I was like, "It's, it's fine. okay." Mm-hmm. There's parts I really like, parts I don't. Mm-hmm. So like every single time I rewatch a movie, because I don't, there's nothing I rewatch like twice a year. So every time I watch something, it's usually been at least a couple years. I'm like, well, you know, I've changed. Like I've gotten older. Maybe I won't like it as much. The Godfather and Ethic Hayes. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's, it's one of those films where my favorite type of um, musical is 90 Minutes No Intermission. Yeah. Mm. Like this movie just flies by. Flies. It's crazy like, that it's just under three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That is insane. That is insane. This movie yeah, feels. The immigrance you- is, is 19 minutes longer than The Godfather. That's not true. I don't it's even believe that. True. I don't yes. even believe that. That's not true. <laughs> yeah. It's true. This movie feels <laughs> under two hours. Yeah. It to feels me. like every moment in the movie is like essential. Like you can't. Yeah. You couldn't. I wouldn't cut a damn thing. Yeah. yeah. No, it's perfect. It, it's a perfect movie. Well, yeah. As I was watching, I was like, "What could you cut if you wanted to cut something?" And I was like, "I guess like you could cut like thirty seconds out of Michael and Apollonia's wedding." Like, I don't need to see them really going around and handing stuff to the other people at the wedding. I like, love that, though. I don't it's, mind it. Yeah. It's not bad. I was just, like, I'm trying to, like, figure out anything, like, if you wanted to cut it down. I was yeah. like, there's 30 seconds there. There's so many cultural touchstones, I, yeah. too, too, when they go, like, I I, I mean, I, I assume this is the first time when he gets the vest with the fish in it. Yeah. And he goes, they're like, they go, what does it mean? He goes, yeah. it means Luca Brazzi uh, sleeps, sleeps with, with the, the fishes. Fish, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's what that's. And you know, like when he's in talking to Marlon Brando, that he just really botched that line that he was so nervous. Yes, I read that in the trailer. And they were just like, I mean, that's perfect for the character. We're just keeping that. Oh, that's great. Yeah. He really fucked up. Um, That's why you always keep going. Yeah, I wouldn't even cut any of that Apollonia stuff, uh, the the wedding. Because it breaks your heart when 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 she dies. Yeah. And I think, I. You know, I mentioned earlier that Craig and I never agree on movies, and I think that's because I think you put a little more um, emphasis on performance and story, and yes. I like a little more style in my sure. movies. And that's why I wouldn't cut any of that scene because right. that is it's stylistically perfect. It's gorgeous to look at. Mm-hmm. And Adam, it's a, you it's a saga. You have like just now. Oh, I'm so glad your husband <laughs> is here. He has just like <laughs> now put a real pin on what it is that Craig and I defer differ. Defer. Def- defer. Def- we yeah. defer to each other, but defer. in a lot. But Craig puts more emphasis on performance than anybody mm-hmm. that I know, and I like a little more style. Mm-hmm. And that is why we differ yeah, on stuff. It's just and personal taste. Yeah. Yeah. And this movie happens to have all of those things. All of the above. Yeah. yeah. It's totally true. Yeah. You want to talk about performances, though? There's, like, 
the things I remember about coming back to the movie because I haven't seen it in years and years yeah. and years is like, oh, it's Marlon Brando's movie. But in my opinion, like, it's I think Al Pacino kind of walks a thousand oh, yeah. percent. Like, I mean, it's category fraud, and like, listen, Joel Gray is great. Joel Gray won because of splitting votes. Like Al Pacino's yeah. performance. Yeah. Like if you're going to put them up against no, each yeah. other, like I agree. Pacino's better. As somebody that loves Cabaret and loves yeah. Joel Gray and Cabaret, I completely agree. Yeah. Also, I also love James Caan in this movie. Yes. yes. I, yeah, I think he's incredible. But tell me if I'm wrong, and I would never would think I would say this, but like. Al Pacino can get it. Yeah, young movie. Al Pacino. Yeah. Young yeah. Al Pacino There's is. There's a lot of people in this movie who get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. James Con. James Con. Adam, Adam would be that fat girl at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Do you know? Can you correct? You're not wrong. <laughs> can you correctly guess um, who the gay character is in this film? Luca. <laughs> Which one's Luca? Ooh. The guy that sleeps with the fishes. No, it's Polly. What gay kid in the film is the the kid who reads the poem to Marlon Brando when he's uh yeah oh, yeah <laughs> he becomes a uh, uh, and here's the thing uh, the child yeah so you're saying yeah, yeah 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 oh I think actually that's one of Sonny's so that's his does that because that's before Michael and Kay have kids because yeah. I was gonna say are you sure that's not Connie's kid oh no uh, you're right because Connie what mm-hmm. could be one of Connie's kids but I was gonna say oh well no because Connie no because Connie's first kid is the one that yeah he's the Godfather too um so because Michael and Kay's son becomes a priest. In the third movie. Oh. What are you saying? He's the one that's with Marlon Brando when he dies. I know what you're saying, but I also think that's gross of you. Saying that uh, a lot of gay men in the Catholic Church go to the priesthood. Yeah, I know. I'm and saying. then they molest children. Okay, I get that. I get that. Is The Godfather the beginning of... Um What's that movie? Spotlight? Yes. Yeah. Spotlight. <laughs> the Godfather's the they knew! <laughs> Legit, this movie is so... It's very fun. It's yeah. very funny. I also, uh, but you know, as always, I could use one hundred percent more Diane Keaton. Yeah. Like Diane Keaton. What happens to kids when Which he kids? comes back? Because kids? She's like walking the kids that she teaches, and then he comes back. And then <laughs> they get another. They just te- get run out oh. by a bus. Get <laughs> over. He like took. She was like, "Hang on a second. I got to finish on my day at work." And yeah, then she uh, like like they she released uh, him to the bus. I will agree with you that it's really Al Pacino's movie. I think the whole thing is based on him. Marlon Brando is fucking great. He's great. Oh no! And I don't always like Marlon Brando yeah. as like mm-hmm. our greatest American actor, like that idea that mm-hmm. a lot of people have. But I think in this movie, he's incredible. So like now the scene when he finds out when he after he's been shot when he finds out Michael's the one that kills yeah. Lotso yes. and the Turk, I think is incredible. And he's so upset. His speech, yeah. To the five families when he's trying to bring Michael home after Sonny's died. Yeah. yeah. That's an amazing scene. Oh, my favorite scene with him is when he's in the garden with his grandchildren yes. before he dies. Yeah. Like, I disagree with you, Ooh. actually, that, that it, it it probably is is not Al Pacino's movie. I think Al Pacino is great in this movie. I think this is maybe one of the best, like, male performances I've oh, ever seen. I, I have no problem with Brando yeah. being the one that they nominated for Best Actor. I think... The story is Michael's moving. Yes, yes. Is but. this when he won and and yes. she okay. So here's my question. Like what Marlon Brando were we getting on God? Because like later on the, the lore for him is well, like he is, wouldn't memorize he's anything. Of, he's sort of in that mold at this point. Like okay. he's kind of but this, but this is probably what pushed him then to go full crazy because this re-solidified him as an actor because okay. he was on the decline. I mean, he does Last Tango in Paris the same year. Yeah. That was also 72. Okay. Uh, I told you I was going to bring a bit to this record. Oh, that's right. So. Here's your bit. Oh, great. Oh, no. Here it comes. Wait, are there props? 
Well, I oh, thought yep, there's some problems. cotton balls oh, because no. Oh, no. Marlon Brando now we know. famously no, everybody, yeah. everybody, everybody knows this. Yeah. So I'm going to put a couple cotton balls in my mouth and I'm just going to talk. Actually, is this good? You brought this all the way from Buffalo. I did. Yes. Wow. He, went, he went downstairs to get a Ziploc bag, walked <laughs> up the stairs to get some cotton balls, and then flew them across the country to yeah. do this. I'll tell you, this is tough. Yeah. This is a tough thing to watch. It's this is a the, tough thing to watch. It's not the greatest moment in the history no. of the podcast. Oh, here it goes. No, but it's oh. happening. <laughs> and by the way, he looks... Ex- oh, it's a lot. Yeah, I think he put in too many. Too many. many. I gave him an out today, too. I was like... Does it make you... F- okay, wait. No, okay, everybody, let's be okay. quiet. I think this is really the character and what it does. Are you doing an accent at all, or is that just making no, you know? No, it's, it's not too far away. I'm telling you, this is a performance. That's very putting cotton balls in your mouth. That's very and funny. And all of a sudden, you turn into Marlon Brando. That's very funny, because I think you are miles away. And it's, it's like, <laughs> no, I think it's uncanny. I know, I'm getting like a Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> I have to admit that I want to shoot you in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> no, do the no way! I think you could have just taken a bite of my shallot tart. Let's see, was it worth it? <laughs> it was absolutely worth it. The transcontinental. <laughs> I loved me. it. I'm glad. I'm glad it happened. Save that for your toner. The rest of those for your this toner. This is for you. This is a parting gift. Mm, no, mm-hmm. um, I feel like. I'm gonna pull this in my hand until the end of the. Box. You're gonna put it right here. Is what you're gonna do. All right. I'm. I'll tell you. Uh, before Apollonia. That gets, was great. Yeah, it was terrific. Before great Apollonia job. gets blown up. I'm sort of surprised Michael's not already a little uh, over her. She's yeah. quite obnoxious. Really? Yeah. I think she's hot. Well, she, that yeah. too. But you should not obvious. under you do not underestimate like a hot lady. You would think, wouldn't you think though that Michael? Would I'm just watching Love get, Island right now. Um, like you can deal with like Lucy you, seems you think all just sorts of get, like some foreign strange and then like but not marry her. But I think it's the whole point of like old school like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of what I read too about it is that when the movie was first brought to production, like Coppola fought for all of these things about like family and heritage yeah. and the mm-hmm. culture of Italian yeah. stuff. I think she's that actress is very young. Oh really? Like I think she's not eighteen. Oh. Wow, really? And we we see she's she, her. We see her. She's got some weird nipples too. Yeah. She has the weirdest nipples. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so yeah. glad you brought that up. They are flesh colored. Yeah. They are. It, it looks like were they maybe covering them up? Or, she, and maybe she was just too tan. Maybe like just because too like, olive. Was she just like nude beaches? Yeah, she was just sunny. Like yeah. I literally was like, I cannot get my I cannot get my head around <laughs> Is that how tanning those works? nips. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, in Italy maybe. I don't yeah. know. I've never listen, I've never tanned those nips, but I gotta tell you. By looking around the table, is none of us understand how tanning works. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I did. I bought this stuff from Derm Store, and um, it's not working. Uh, um, I'm just gonna uh, say a couple things that I love. Yes. Um, I love the restaurant scene. Yes. It's amazing. Oh my god. Um, I love Sonny beating the shit out of Carlo because he hit his sister. Yeah. I love yeah. That. Oh, this so good. this film is not great for women. Because the whole, the, the plot linchpins on the fact that they're like, they tell this guy, beat up this, beat up this woman so that Sonny can go after you, more or less. Yeah. And the film Wait, opens. so that's, so that was the, sorry, I guess I missed that. So that was the impetus for. So he kicks the shit out of Carlo the first time, where he beats him yeah. up by the trash can. Yeah. Because of the way he treated. And he says, you, you touch my, you touch you my touch sister, sister again, again. I'll kill you. So I'll kill then you. he basically sets him up to do it again so Sonny will go after him. Right. That's mm-hmm. when he gets stuck at the causeway. Yeah. Right. 
So they basically, she's like collateral damage. Like, yeah. th- they basically allow this woman to get the shit kicked out of her yeah. again. And then the movie opens with that guy telling go- the guy, yeah. Brando, like, my daughter, she got was disrespected. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, not and they beat the shit. No, it's not great. That yeah. is, but by the way, wow, what a brilliant plan. <laughs> That's how you get Sonny out. Mm-hmm. And then, okay. But also, I'm so glad that Carlo, Carlo? That's his name, right? Mm-hmm. Great. Fucking great that he died. Yeah. Also, oh, my favorite part of the whole movie, sidebar. I mean, I know you're going through yeah. your favorite parts, but yeah. I'm you also a co-host. Yeah. Is when Abe Vigoda is like, knows, he's like, actually, I'm not going either. James Conn. And, he, and goes, he can you get me out of this one? He, yeah, and he, for old time's sake or whatever, he goes, not this time can't time. do it. I can't do it. Oh, yeah. it's so good. And then he's just like, cool, yep, all right. And then gets in so the Michael car. Michael was always business. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Um, some of my favorite lines are, uh, oh, well, and I'll, then I'll get to my favorite scene in any movie ever. But um, I have said this, my friend Rick and I both love The Godfather. And anytime, uh, basically since we met each other, we're both married now, but we would be talking to, like, a significant other on the phone. We'd be like, why don't you tell that girl you love her? I love her you with all of my heart. If I don't see you soon, I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> so we always quote that. And then right. I love that immediately afterwards, they talk about Polly, and I was like, uh, Polly, be seeing him no more. It's like, those are two, like, iconic lines, yeah. and they're in the same, like, see? they're on the same page. Yeah. yeah. Clemenza gets, like, Five of the best lines in the movie. Yeah, he's, he's like great. The ninth lead. In the yeah, film. I know yeah. he's great, and I, he gets like the best kill. Just like mm-hmm. the the elevator door is just going like ding, and him just being like boom, boom, boom. So I'm that's like, my yes. favorite scene in any movie ever is the baptism. Yeah. cut with the murdering of the the five of families, the families yeah. and Mo Green. I my favorite scene in this movie is the funeral scene right before it. Oh, it's so beautifully mm-hmm. shot, gorgeous, mm-hmm. perfect, love it. Yeah. Um, my favorite line delivery of this movie is when that guy goes, the, ho- the cartoon. <laughs> so like, for the past two weeks, I've been saying, Rusty, cartoon, cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love, guys. My favorite part, honestly, is just the very, is the very last shot when the door is closed. And she's like so relieved when he's like, no, I didn't have anything to do yes. with it. And you're like, fucking liar yeah and then from the other room when she turns back and just the door closing in yeah. her it's just like uh, yes what, what would Ooh. what would 65 Savage. year old al pacino's performance of that last scene look like like compared? horrible over the top although he was very good once upon a time in america hollywood once upon a time in hollywood yeah yeah, but, he, but it's also it like... who was directing him. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah, Tarantino. I think Tarantino was like, you better not fuck up my fucking yeah. movie with your bullshit Al Pacino. Yeah. I mean, I think... Honestly, I haven't seen... I haven't watched any of those like TV movies he's done recently for HBO where he played like Paterno or... Yeah. He played, it was good as Kevorkian. It was yeah, pretty... Yeah, Kevorkian. And then he was did... Good. What's his name, too? The music producer. Oh, oh the, like I didn't watch any of those. Crazy hair. What's his like name? Phil, Phil Spector. But he got nominated for Emmys for all of them. Mm-hmm. I know he's Al Pacino, so maybe he just was going to get nominated anyway. But well, we talked about him being Roy Cohn, and he was he actually was quite good. Oh, this is that. Yeah. 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 Was he as I mean, good as Nelson Franklin? I mean, yes. <laughs> yes. He was. He was a lot better. <laughs> better. Yeah. better for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, anything else about The Godfather? It's, it's a great it's movie, good. and it's better than two and three. Yes. I think that's, that's, for me, clearly the order. It goes one, two, three. Yeah. Um, uh, any other movies you want to talk about from uh, I mean, I said Play It Against Sam yeah. is, uh, it's, not a, it's not great. It's yeah. not, you know, whatever. It's a precursor to Annie Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it's fine. It's frothy and yeah. kind of silly. Um, so I understand why it wouldn't be nominated. Well, also because whatever you know, because comedies don't, don't get, get that sort of treatment. Yeah. But like, mm-hmm. it's better for sure. Then, and I, I understand why Sounder was nominated. Yeah. I'm so I'm happy that it was yeah. in that way. But definitely better than Deliverance. Definitely better than, I, I mean, I think it's more watchable than The Immigrants. Yeah. Um, oh, before we talk, uh, we should rank. We should rank the nominees. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, God. What are we doing? So we're going to rank. You got so excited about Godfather. I know. Um, you better finish that shit. So we will start with Adam. Mm-hmm. 5-1. Rank. The films. Okay, five is a very easy The Immigrants mm-hmm. for me. Yep. I hate that movie. <laughs> um, four, I'm going to say Deliverance. Okay. Um, uh, it's slightly ahead of Sounder just because I cared about some of the characters in Sounder and I right. cared about no one in Deliverance. Yeah. And then there's um, maybe 50,000 miles <laughs> between <laughs> Sounder and uh, what I think are two like perfect masterpiece movies, um, but I'm gonna say number two, The Godfather, mm-hmm. and like very close number one, Cabaret. Russ. So my number five is Sounder, mm-hmm. just because I did not just didn't didn't love it. Yeah. I think The Immigrants is four because mm-hmm. it's, there's just more there's pockets of more interesting things in mm-hmm. The Immigrants, and it's, but it's a long ass movie. Deliverance is number three. Mm-hmm. I think I liked it the most out of anyone at the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you definitely liked it more than me. I just think so. It just it was it was a vibe. That's yeah. what they say here in LA, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we do all the time. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! I learned that today. <laughs> like you know, a lot of times it's just Megan and I sitting around. Yeah, we were always like, it's a vibe. Yeah, or yeah. we we just say we say it's a vibe. Yeah, it's a vibe. Yeah, it's a vibe. We don't like plosives here. Yeah. And then I keep going back and forth, and I think. Today, at this moment, mm-hmm. I think my number two is The Godfather, mm-hmm. because if you go and watch Cabaret right now, it is terrifying because of what's happening today mm-hmm. in America, personally. Yeah. If you ask me in a year, when, um, I don't know, Marion Williamson is president, then maybe I'll say something. <laughs> 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 then witchcraft is going to be the number one problem in America, <laughs> and it'll be like The Witch is yeah. going to be your best movie. Cabaret's my number one. Mm-hmm. Meg? Uh, this is interesting. Um, I think I'm going to roll back Rusty's comments, which for me, five is sounder. Uh I just had an issue with it. There was some beautiful stuff in The Immigrants, even though, fuck that movie. It was so long. Mm -hmm. I just like, like, honestly, fuck both those movies. So, Mm -hmm. so sounder and then The Immigrants. And then, uh, then Deliverance, which I also didn't like. I I strongly disliked all three of these. Like yeah. I didn't like. I would never. Wa- I would never tell anybody to watch any of them. Yeah. They're all bad. Right. Then we have the chasm. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is really tough for me. And I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do, because it was very. It was very. Like, I was waiting to see what Rusty did. Yeah. And I'm going to say Cabaret number two. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say Godfather number one. And the reason is I want to split the vote because I think they're even in my mind. Ooh. Oh, I like that strategy. Do you like that strategy? <laughs> um, I'm actually going to do Megan's exact list. Um, Hi, yo. T- 
Sounder to me is the worst movie just because I don't know why it was made. Immigrants, like I said, I would probably watch Sounder again before I'd watch The Immigrants just because it's half as long. Half mm-hmm. as long. But I think me there too. is some interesting filmmaking in The Immigrants, which I don't think there is in Sounder. Here's an idea. Don't watch either of them again. Yeah. You don't have to watch... No, I probably won't. I honestly don't know why I would. Yeah. Can't imagine. Um, Deliverance, I'd have third. I think I liked it probably second best at the table, but I honestly only think it's fine. And then I have Cabaret, which I... Explained. I think is a good movie. I don't. I don't understand the changes that they made from the mm. stage production. Even like throwing away the Mendez. Like just some of the choices. Like why they changed Cliff's name. Why they decided to create the characters of Natalia and Fritz. I just don't know why they did it. That feels very much like the studio being like, no one wants an old person story. Yeah. Make it younger people mm-hmm. that have like an issue. Um, and then The Godfather, which is a perfect movie. I have it number one. Um, Megan, I can't thank you enough for your choices. Adam, I completely understand yours. Rusty, I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Craig. Um, either- Money makes the world go round. Were you paid off by the Fosse The world go round. Money makes the world go round. I have to say, it makes the world go round. I have like five favorite movies, mm-hmm. and I think that maybe after this past viewing of The Godfather, like The Godfather is now in it. Like, yeah, it's I love this movie so much. Yeah, it's been. But you know what other movie I love? Cabaret. Cabaret. Yes, it's been Cabaret interesting going back and rewatching so many things for this because, like I said, like The Elephant Man has definitely fallen off. Like I have realized for sure, like Silence of the Lambs is one of my five favorite oh, movies mm-hmm. because so good. Mm-hmm. I still think it's one of like the two or three best movies I've watched. I feel that way about Out of Africa. 400 that we've watched Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, The only other movie I watched from this year was Sleuth, which I watched because it was the... Sounder was not nominated for Best Director. The other four movies, the directors were nominated. Sleuth uh, was nominated. It's just a crazy movie kind of to watch because it's it's based on a play and it's literally a two-hander. Mm-hmm. And those are the only two people in the movie. Either. Is it Robert Redford? No, it's Laurence Olivier and Michael Caine. And then they remade it in 2007 with Michael Caine playing the Olivier part and Jude Law in the Michael Caine role. So I'm very excited for 2042 <laughs> when we see Jude Law and... Tom Holland. I was thinking Tom Holland, but he's going to be too old, I feel like, at that point. So it'll be uh-huh. someone we don't even know about yet. Wow. Um, so um, I mean, it's the acting's good in it, but it's very much just like, this is two hours and 18 minutes, and it's clearly just a play. Yeah. Like, there was no reason to do it as a film, I don't think. But it must have been a hit, though, because... I think so. We they watched, were both nominated. Yeah, and when, if you watch the... If you do go on YouTube and watch those clips, yeah. there it, there was also no host this year, right. and I think for a while it was like that. It was just like, they had four actors sort of MC, yeah. and the actors yeah. were Charlton Heston, mm-hmm. Clint Eastwood... Uh, Carol Burnett and Michael Caine. And Michael, I'm curious, Michael Caine. This might have also not been she too long after Alfie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alfie was a huge thing. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Clint Eastwood gave out Best Picture this year, and um, I already edited that part of, because I always do that for the top of the podcast. And like the presentation of that is he's literally like reading it, and then he's like, You can flip the card, I'm still here. Yeah. Like, it's very, like, 
what is was going on back then? Well, Did something they not happened. Do a telecast. Yeah. Something happened at the beginning where someone Charlton Heston was late. Yeah, to, he didn't make it. Didn't make it to the beginning, so they just pushed. So they couldn't do his musical number. Yeah, they pushed Clint Eastwood out on stage to read the cue cards, and he was like really pissy at the beginning <laughs> yeah. of it too. And he made Ugh. the same joke, being like, "I can say I read the cue card." Like he did the same yeah. thing. All the these fucking do. I'm just uh, like out on all of them. Oh. Well, they both ended up being real patriots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did. Um, did you guys uh, want to talk about any other movies from the year? Uh, no, I didn't watch any other movies. Yeah. Um, I watched about half of 1776 on July 4th. I know, I know. I like that musical. I like that musical, too. Wait, th- but this 1776 isn't the one with um, Mr. Feeney, right? No, it is. It, it is? is? Yeah. Oh, I like that. Adams, yeah. I actually really like that musical. Yeah. Still alive. Still really? Still yeah. kicking. Yeah, yeah, I just saw a picture of him the other day because he's like. I read an article about Ryder Strong. Like, just like <laughs> yeah. bones, bones. Ryder Strong's yeah. like all over the place now. He, they just did an article in him and Vice, and I read it, and they had he a picture. Wrote a play. I'm understudying it. <laughs> oh, that's Rachel right. That? Yeah. You did tell me I that. Did I tell you who I'm understudying? Who are you understudying? Jonathan Lipnicki. Oh yeah, you did tell me this. You said I think it's Jonathan Lipnicki. Yeah, now I'm positive. Okay, so Al, I told you that. Well, sorry, we'll have this continue this conversation off. Yeah. Cut. Also, you know, my personal connection now is Fred Savage. Yes, he's directed you in something. My oh. close personal friend, Fred Savage. Oh, yeah. Called him Fred the other day. So who's oh, your who's your voiceover God. narrator actor? My voiceover what? Like in the Wonder Years. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Voiceover actor now in your head. Hmm. Oh. Who's doing he's got, me? He has Daniel Stern. So who's yeah, yours? yeah. Oh God, who would do me? Um, Not a ton of people. We find <laughs> probably like I'm picturing like something really character like Deborah Joe Ross. No, you know who it is. It's oh, the, you know Deb who it is. That's a good answer. <laughs> That's actually a great answer. It's the guy who does the interstitials in uh, the UK version of Love Island. <laughs> <laughs> Bethany Frankel's another great option. I love that, but it's 100% that person from Love Island, yes. UK, which if you haven't watched it, there's a lot of pun work. Yeah. It's just like yeah, fucking... Yeah, it works. Yeah. 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 Um, do you guys have a favorite movie of 2019? I do. You first. Uh, my favorite movie of 2019 is Midsommar. Really? Good. You're fun. I love Midsommar. I think I'm in the same boat. I... it's so um, interesting and creative and it has like a very funny tone to me, kind of like um, Hereditary did, where it was like funny at times but also like very scary Mm -hmm. and very disturbing and very upsetting all at once. Um, And it totally worked for me. I was totally transported and I think about that movie still every single day. I love Midsommar. Yeah, I'm I'm leaning more into horror and I think it's just because I just want it's just like fuck me up please like yeah. everything mm-hmm. is so terrible right yeah. now like yeah. I, just, I just want some self flagellation and yeah. like see something yeah. awful I feel that deeply yeah, yeah. Um, but I really like Midsommar I think it's really interesting I think if you think about Hereditary and think about how weirdly symmetrical they are like mm-hmm. it's real. it's kind of it's kind of like I feel like it'll be a film study thing like for people to look oh, at these sure. two yeah. movies as yeah. like an assignment yeah. and then like write a compare contrast paper yeah. on it yeah I mean the only other movies besides Hereditary that I can compare to tonally is Rosemary's Baby and just because it it, it kind of checks all of those like creative weird funny disturbing 
scary sad. Yeah. yeah. With all that said, though, I don't want him to do a horror movie again. I want to see what else he can do yeah. after yeah. this. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I do, too, because I've not seen those movies because <laughs> I don't do horror. And I know that's a bad thing, and it's like a gaping blind spot, but it, like, really... I have seen horror movies in the past, and they have, like, fucked me up yeah. for, yeah. like... Like, I did not... I saw the remake for of Evil Dead, and it, like, ruined my life for, right. like, two weeks. So I learned my last yeah, thing. You see either of these movies, then. Pretty, not too, we're not too far away from The Exorcist. It's both. Do you hear the things that I can't do? I can't do edibles, and I can't do horror movies. Okay. Those have you are the never seen things. The Exorcist, though? I have, and it ruined my life. And you're going to have to watch it again. Literally. We're coming up on it. Okay, I, I, I can't. You have to. It upset me so much. You have to. It doesn't matter. Okay. It, it, okay. We're getting paid a lot to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I paid $50,000 to be here today. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite movie of this year is still um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh-huh. I, I thought about this the other day. Uh, I just have my top three. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is number one, Booksmart is number two, and Crawl is number three. Those are my three favorite movies of yeah. 2019. Um, I saw, I just want to say, we'll talk about this at a later date. I saw The Farewell and oh. was disappointed. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be a lot. I was so fucking pumped for it. And what about, you thought Nene was great though, right? Nene was amazing. She was amazing. She was yeah. so great. But she's, I just think, like, she's amazing. She's so great. The yeah. grandma's so great. But it just never got there for me. Yeah. And it was, so I was like bummed about that. And I saw Hobbs and Shaw. And I also was a little bit like, I love those fucking Fast and Furious movies. And I just was like, yeah, you're like taking yourself a little too seriously, maybe. Yeah, it's the last third of that movie. It's like, all right, guys. Yeah. That's not what this movie is. It's not what this movie <laughs> is. And I just was like, just get back to the yeah, sequences. Anyway, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and then Booksmart, and then Crawl. Those are my three movies. Mm-hmm. Crawl's basically a horror film. Yeah, but it's not like, it's, it, there was jumpies. It's like uh, the equivalent of like... Um, a uh, Yeah, or, um, yes, or um, what's the other movie I love, that Sam Raimi movie? Drive Me to Hell. Mm, right. Which is very like jumpy, yeah. but it's not like fucked up. Like right. There's nothing fucked up yeah, in it. Yeah, R.E.S. was fucked up. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Mine is also still Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Although I do want to give a shout-out to two films I've seen in the last couple weeks. Loose, L-U-C-E. Mm, yes. Just because I thought it was interesting because it has the two main characters in the movie. It's sort of like a doubt or a... Um, well, Oleana, I don't feel like, holds up anymore. But just in the way that it's like, oh, you could probably fall on either side of this argument. Right. And I think that's cool because I don't think that happens very often. And Brittany Runs a Marathon, which is about uh, a girl Rusty and I went through school with, college with, uh, one of uh, my closest friends, uh, loosely based on her, Paul Downs Clazo, who we all went to college with, um, wrote and directed it. It's it's not the best movie of the year, but I think it's inspirational and fun. And Paul Downs Clazo wrote and directed it? And directed wow. it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's worth seeing. And it's out now in New York and L.A. And it goes wide on September 13th. Yeah. And I think I, you should check it out. I can't wait to see it when it comes to Buffalo. We should get Paul to the to the podcast. He lives in New York, so we'll oh. have to wait till he's here. When he comes out. And then ask him to watch five movies, and he'll probably say no. He'll say yes. Yeah. Um, do you guys have anything you'd like to plug? <laughs> you can you can catch me walking my yellow lab buddy on the streets of uh Yay. <laughs> Yeah, I work in an office. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um I'm on single parents in a couple of weeks, uh on ABC and oh. uh yeah, I guess if you ever wanted to see me Is annoy Leighton Meester, yes. Although he's not in anything with me. Oh. 
Leighton Meester, though. Leighton Meester, which, who, by the way, very nice. And she's married, she's, she's nice. married to Adam Brody. Yeah. 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 It's weird. It's a cool couple to hang out with. It yeah. is a cool couple. It's weird. I, like, it's, it's weird when those two, like, that, the OC and the Gossip Girl world combine, because mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it's two pieces of the same puzzle. Mm-hmm. It's the East Coast and West Coast thing, yeah. and then it's they, you. like. Yeah. It's like you're their baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Adam Brody and Leighton Meester, both younger than me, I think. Yeah. Gave birth. You're their child. Like, if they had a kid and that kid was a six. (laughs) (laughs) It may be! Um, You can follow us on Twitter. Oh, uh, yes. I mean, I just want to say. You want to go ahead and go ahead. Too many Megans on Twitter and... Oh, we didn't even talk and, about Real Housewives. Murphy we didn't talk Megan. anything about Real Housewives. Well, we had the perfect opportunity to with Luann and Cabaret. <sighs> Save it for the Patreon episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Murphy Megan on um, Instagram. Please b- pl- plug our podcast. Uh, you can follow us on uh, Twitter at the Oscar Should, on Instagram at the Oscar Should Have Gone To, or you can follow us on our Facebook page. We're on Spotify now. So what does that entail? I just put us on Spotify. So if you're uh, if you're a Spotify person and you want to stream us instead of going through Apple's iTunes app or SoundCloud or whatever, Stitcher, whatever else, you can listen to us there. Um, all the episodes are up there. Uh, if you're interested in my current movie reviews, um, I can't remember the website, but if you look up Craig's Film Ranking, I'm sure it would come up. And uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks talking about 1970. So those movies are Love Story, M.A.S.H. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh I'm sorry. I put them away. Is one of them away. The Exorcist? Nope. That's 73. Uh, they're all like well, kind of well-known movies. Oh, uh, Five Easy Pieces and Patton One. And then there's another movie from that year also that I'm not thinking of. At the very moment. I thought Patton won. I thought when you meant Patton the won the one. award. I thought it was like Patton won. I was like, oh, there's a second Patton? <laughs> Did you know that there was a sequel to Sounder? You know what it was called? Sounder 2. Sounder Part 2. <laughs> no way. Damn it. I've got so close. That's tough. Um, yeah. Guys, don't watch those. Don't watch the three bottoms. Don't do that. No. Don't watch the three bottoms. <laughs> um... <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to look up that other movie, because if I don't say it, it's going to fucking drive me crazy. Okay, one one word on Real Housewives, Bethany Leaving. Oh, Airport. The other movie is Airport. Okay, God. Bethany Leaving. I can't sum up my feelings in one word. I'm not, I can. Devastated. Uh, the reason I'm devastated is not because Bethany is leaving, but I, just because I think the chemistry and the balance of the cast is perfect the way it, it was. Absolutely perfect. And that if anyone else were to come in to replace Bethany, it's a completely different show, and that's why I'm devastated. I completely <laughs> agree. Guys, one last thing. Jill Zarin coming back, if, if, if that's I a possibility. I support it, pro. Yes. I just think she's too much. She's going to come in too hot. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Just because she's been away for so long and she wants it so much. She wants it so bad. That thirst is gross to me. Yeah. I don't like that thirst. Guys, Check Alex. Guys, okay. Oh, bring I've back got, Alex I've got a what if for you. Okay. Chicago's still running. The new matron, Mama Morton. Leanda Lesseps. Nope. Nene Leakes. She oh. joins New York. Oh. No, she would not do well. I don't care. I don't watch these shows. Here's why. Here's why. 
too many per- like no one will fall in line to follow her yeah. and she will not she will shut, she will shut it down. There's too much history there. I mean she is like the queen of Georgia. Yeah. Teresa for her <laughs> community service has to work in the city. She joins New York. <laughs> Teresa's too dumb. Like she yeah. can't go toe to toe with no. those women. No. The What's her women it's it's the crown jewel of the housewives. It's agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Dorit if, moves to New York. <laughs> <laughs> moving, it's going to be um, Cynthia from Atlanta is to, move Beverly to Hills. LA and join Beverly yeah. Hills, which I think would be I think Margaret her. could, co- well no, she couldn't, but um, what's the girl what's the um, the woman in, in New York now uh, not in New York, in New Jersey, the Jewish girl, the blonde. With the twins? Yes, with the oh, twins. I, she could maybe make the, the she leap. She could, but what's so good about New York is the fact that there's this there's this history, history that's right. not manufactured. Yeah. You're right. And it's the same thing with Vanderpump rules. When they all when you have these real relationships. You're right. But You're also right. the women on New York are so deranged. That's also the extra layer that makes it. It's so, so painful to me because like that's why Bethany leaving is so upsetting because those women are you're right. They're so mm. funny. They're yes. legitimately funny. So funny. They're so, they're everything. And, and Atlanta has its own thing going on. Beverly Hills need to kick in the ass. Yeah. And it's not going to come from Rinna because she learned what happens when you become the bad. Yeah. She learned what happened. And like, listen, respect, but also Rinna, uh-huh. like, step up. What's her name? Salahi moves up <laughs> to New York. <laughs> I actually love that where you're great. going with this. <laughs> I'm really... Very surprised that you know all of these yeah. guys, Craig. Well, she lo- he looked the, f- the fuck. I, could, I remembered who she was. I couldn't remember her first name. And then I looked at it and I was like, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. I can't remember it either. Adri- it's like. No, it's either. It's it's like. Mc- it's Michaela or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, was her husband's name Tarek or something like Michelle. that? Michelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, her husband's name is Tarek. Yeah. yeah. I think, honestly, the bottom line is. New Jersey and OC need to be gone. Gone. I, like, mm-hmm. get rid of OC right now. No, I, by the way, I, as soon as they got into Ryan being a big Trump supporter, I was like, you know what? I think I'm good. I'm completely the same. Done. Like, turn it off. Turn it off. Yeah. Turn it off. Don't need it. Fair don't like any of those don't people. It. Don't We're like it. Don't want it. We're putting in the air. Um, anyway, so that does it for our house. <laughs> um, We're going to talk about Housewives for another six months. We'll be back uh, in a couple weeks. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Rusty and Adam, thank you so much for thank joining us. Thank you, guys. Us. Thank you for having us. Thank what you. a delight. We paid for you guys to fly out for this. <laughs> uh, guys, if you want to uh, help us out too. for the amount of money that we spent on their travel. Yeah. Venmo uh, me. Venmo Megan. It's at Murphy Megan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> and that's it. Goodbye. Bye. 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 What good is to alone in your room? I hope you had a good time.